Greetings, fellow Midgardians. This is No Responsibility Podcast. I am always Andrew J, joined by Taito Sean and Sudi. How are you guys? Feeling pretty good. I am uh, really excited to talk about this new character we saw come out uh, today. Yeah, uh, I'm really happy that, you know, in the past, like, we've been doing our best to get these episodes out as fast as possible. But, you know, we were slow on some of our takes. But today, we are recording the same day that these Thor spoilers went out. So you did our firsthand impressions, and I'm really excited to, you know, deep dive some of the stuff we've seen. We will be talking about the cards from the article and also cards from the uh, stream that they did which is really awesome i will say before we get started uh we're only talking about thor today uh there was a lot of goblin stuff and a little bit of electro stuff and some ms marvel stuff which i can't wait to talk about but we're just going to focus on thor for this you know particular episode but don't worry i'm i'm chomping at the bit for ms marvel i'm sh- i think i've said that every episode but uh <laughs> before we begin um, I'd like to do uh, a retcon. Um, why don't you take this away, Sean? Yeah, we want to do a quick retcon because we got real excited last episode when talking about being able to request actions on your uh, uh, teammate's turn, specifically the action of playing make the call to get back Maria Hill so everyone can draw a card on the first player's turn. And we got real excited about that and just started saying play Maria Hill, play Maria Hill, because that's, you can't do that. You can't play uh, allies on your uh, teammates turns, but you can play the action card, make the call, which brings her into play. I just wanted to be clear about that. And that uh, we think that that's a a really strong play. And in my most recent uh, four player game, um, that happened probably four times over the course of the game. Maria Hill got played on the first player's turn a bunch of times, and it really helped us uh, beat uh, expert claw and that is how you're supposed to do it you cannot request your teammates to play their allies um, only the leadership player can do this cool trick and uh, i just wanted to uh, apologize to anybody who got um, confused by that there was w- somebody who posted uh, kind of a, a question about it or a comment like hey you can't do that on our facebook page and i just wanted to uh, say thank you to our, our fans who are keeping us honest um, and we try to be as clear as we can, but then we get so excited and we just kind of, you know, uh, blather on and, and, <laughs> and, and it can be confusing. So just wanted to be, uh, really concise about this retcon. Um, was there any other, uh, mistakes or, uh, fixes required from recent content? Nothing that jumps out at me, but I would like to, you know, pose it to our audience. Like do feel free to call us out like we will be happy to you know explain ourselves better and be clearer for future listeners and things like this like this specific interaction actually you know makes me happy because you know again we we shorthanded that to just say you know gotta play maria hill um but yeah you know there are more steps to it we we do want to be clear for new players so um you know that clarity is important to us and if there's other things that we're being too judicious with uh, like descriptions or you know i always rag on sudi when we're uh when we're off the air of how much he uses his uh magic nomenclature and as much as he likes to believe not everyone has played magic but uh no you know i know that (laughs) (laughs) you know um it it comes it comes with card games and it's hard to break those habits of saying things but again 
you know, please let us know how we can be as clear as possible for you guys. And thanks for uh, reaching out to us. We, we always love to hear from you, even if we screwed up. <laughs> and yeah, we'll be the first to admit when we, when we screw it up. Uh, so yeah, keep us honest. All right. So, um, a lot of a lot of cool things today. You know, we got Thor, and then something I've been honestly mildly bitter about is we also finally got some aggression cards. We've had all these like sneaky spoilers from all the other packs, but like not a single red card. And I was like, "Where's my where's my uh, where's my red cards at, guys? Like, what what am I doing wrong?" And so we got a ton of Thor and some red to go with them. Some of it directly like themed as part of his kit, and even like you know, jumping ahead slightly, like he has a really cool ability to uh, recur as guardian cards using one of his cards. And some of the new red cards are Asgard cards. And so it synergizes if you specifically want to be, you know, aggression and take advantage of all those things. Um, but yeah, let's look at him first. Uh, we've got Thor. He's <clears throat> one thwart, two attack, two defense, Asgard, Avenger, Hand size of four, uh, base hit points of fourteen. This wow. guy, this guy takes hits and keeps on going. That's one below uh, She Hulk. You know, and he's a god. He he should be able to take punishment. You know, that's something he is known for. Uh, personally, to me, I'm I. A lot of people think it's stupid. I love his dumb winged helmet. I just love it. He to me, he's. It's not as much Thor without it. I love his chainmail sleeves. I love his weird little orbs on his chest. I, I don't know. I, I'm happy to see the Thor that I'm used to. I, I think Chris Hemworth does a bang-up job as the character in the movies, but a lot of times I just wish the characters looked more like what I'm used to. But, you know, the MCU has cool cool renditions of these characters, but I'm happy to see comic book Thor. And a lot of his art has like, you know, no helmet Thor as well. So you get a little of both and I'm, I'm cool with that, but I, I love, I like, I like his silly helmet. I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize for it. <laughs> no, I, I think his artwork looks great. Cause I saw this and I was like, all right, finally like classic comic book character. Cause that's what I grew up on is he had the winged helmet. He looked like he's wearing like, you know, armored skin, uh, he's got those giant circular bubble things and, you know, the old classic big red cape. So I'm I'm totally fine with this. I think it's healthy to have a mixture of the different styles of art, because if you look on the backside where it's Odinson, that looks much more like an MCU version of Thor. So it's kind of like the best of both worlds. We get, you know, the classic artwork from comics, Thor, and then his alter ego, Odinson, is more MCU-ish and I'm fine with both of those. I think they look great. Well, let me jump in since we've covered the art and his, his stat line and 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 take a, a stab at this amazing uh, hero ability called Havatvi, which, again, with the awesome naming of the hero abilities, this is second only to I can do this all day and do you even lift. Uh, <laughs> and it's a response after you engage a minion draw two cards limit once per phase so can 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 you guys just clarify for me because the way that i read this was when you engage a minion like means when you fight a minion but jay's telling me that it's like when the minion gets put into play now is that the case hey everyone so we actually just took a quick break in the recording because we want to be more clear on how this works and according to the rrg engagement 
aligns with the idea of when the minion is revealed or put into play through other effects, such as like Ultron's ability to um, spit out drones. Um, but engagement is uh, the effect of when it is placed in front of and targets you as the player. So it appears that when man Thor's good, yeah, yeah um, when a when a minion wants to tussle with Thor. He draws two cards, which is pretty awesome. It 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 like it represents like his readiness to take on opponents. It's also a neat thing that like when the teamwork of Thor that often comes up in like the stories is he actually like loves to wade in and like beat up all the chumps that don't have a chance of hurting him. And he does like a lot of crowd control work. He doesn't usually like aim at the aim at the main bad guy. He usually likes to just like haha. You know, almost like that scene from Lord of the Rings where they like count how many kills they get. Like that's that's very Thor behavior. Like I'm gonna beat as much butt as possible because I'm Thor and I'm awesome. Well, and 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 it's reflected in in the flavor text on his card, which says, "Now you face the mightiest Avenger of all." So he obviously has a high opinion of himself, and he wants to show off and beat up on everybody. So that's what his uh, ability is all about. And we're glad we have pretty confidently dialed in on what he actually does uh sorry about any confusion but we think he's awesome um we should probably go on to his alter ego uh and i'll just do that uh it's odinson um hand size five um same hit points uh four recover stat uh asgard trait and his ability his uh alter ego ability is called worthy it's an action and you get to search your deck or discard pile for the Mjolnir upgrade and add it to your hand. Um, shuffle your deck, limit once per round. For those of you who aren't super deep into Marvel lore, Mjolnir is his magic hammer. It's his like big buff weapon, and we're we'll get right into what that does. Um, do you guys have any uh, thoughts off the top of the dome about Thor's uh, alter ego? Um, stats or ability so i actually think it's cool that he doesn't start with mjolnir immediately like cap starts with his shield and black panther starts with a piece of his armor to get his engine going i think it's more fitting like because you know thor's not always at the ready or he doesn't always have mjolnir with him and like one of his favorite things to do is to just hold out his hand and it comes and so it's kind of neat to me. Like you could draw it in your opening hand. You could mold it in it and get it back that way. Um, oh, but it's, you almost all, you should do that every time, right? Like, yeah. or spend it and get it back immediately. Like both, yeah. both yeah. sides of that coin work. Um, but yeah, to me, this, this captures Thor really well. Um, I was curious. We, so now we have confirmation if he's Odin's son or Donald Blake. Odin's son's fine. Um, I'm not. I'm not personally upset that it's not Blake. I I haven't read a lot of Thor recently. Blake's really come up, but you know, here we are. Odin's son, Thor, is a god, and and it keeps him as an Asgardian on both sides, which I think is interesting. Not that he's technically not, but it gets dicier. So yeah, let's look at Mjolnir. Yeah. So uh, to get into his uh, signature weapon, um, like cap it's a one cost restricted upgrade uh mjolnir provides you with an energy uh resource should you decide (laughs) to spend it and you should because he recurs it so readily and if you're the type of player who's flipping back and forth uh 
and doing a lot of work on both sides of your character, um, Mjolnir is going to be coming back uh, into your hand quite a bit. So uh, what it does, if you decide to play it as an upgrade, uh, is that Thor gets plus one attack and gains the aerial trait. Um, the plus one attack basically puts him into She-Hulk range, just tons of health, tons of damage output, and a really nice uh, uh, recover stat and a very kind of minimal hero hand size. I feel like uh, Thor and uh, She-Hulk are, they're the brawlers. They're the big, the big bruisers. Um, and Thor, especially once you've, you know, to use the magic parlance, once you've tutored for his magic hammer, uh, he's ready to wreck. Um, so, uh, you guys have any, uh, you know, thoughts off the top of the dome about his, the way that this, uh, upgrade works with specifically with his, uh, his alter ego ability. I like the fact that it, um, gives him the aerial trait right off the bat because there's a lot of cards and abilities that trigger special things based off of aerial. And this seems to be one of the easier means of getting it. You can do Captain Marvel's helmet. I think that's a two cost upgrade. And then you have the boots for Iron Man, but you have to tap them to get aerial. Like there's all these different means of, and and then of course you can't like search those out of the deck or in magic, we call it tutor. This gives you a one drop plus one attack and aerial all the time. And because you start the game in alter ego form, when you're Odinson, you get the opportunity to, as an action search your deck, and a discard pile for Mjolnir and give it to yourself. So there's no point in which you can't have access to Mjolnir. It's either going to be in your hand on Thor, or if it's you know in the discard pile, you could just pull it right back out. So you just have this super, super good consistency to, con- to see this item. But I think having Ariel automatically for one is, is really good. Like there's, there's probably a lot of interesting lines of play. Um, but the thing about this character is like you said with, um, cap, when you're in alter ego form, you can start the game searching or with black Panther, you can start the game searching for, you know, the item of your choice, but Thor can just get it on command, which is very thematic. And I really like that about his character design. It's not at the start of the game, you get it. It's just as an action. If it's not on him, you can go find it somewhere and bring it back to him. And like for a thematic win, like he can pull it from anywhere, like is literally what he does. Like he doesn't even have to know where it is. It just flies to him at supersonic speed. And then also, um, uh, if you're wondering, if you don't know a lot about Thor, like why does it give him flight? Uh, two ways. Um, the old way, which I always thought was funny and cool, is he would spin it, spin it, spin it, spin it, spin it, and then hurl himself into the direction, and that was <laughs> that was how he flew. It's it's also a whole like travels large distances is just throwing himself like a giant cannonball. Um, now, now Thor can kind of fly like anybody else just holding the hammer. Um, but he likes to even, um, even in a lot of art I've seen recently, he still holds it ahead of him in the classic Jack Kirby pose, which is super freaking cool. Also real quick, Captain Marvel Dean's flight from, uh, from her cosmic flight, cosmic flight. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) So uh, I also think it's funny that he kind of scoffs at the treachery that makes you lose an upgrade or support. Yeah. He's like, okay. Caught off guard. Yeah. All right. No problem. 
You can have that. I'll get it back. It'll be right back. I call that card Thanos Punch now. Oh. Because it, it looks like he's just like... It looks like he's decking Venom. I know it's not Venom, but that's... Loosely with the art looks like to me. It's probably Black Panther. But the funniest... Uh, the funniest um, caught off guard for me was losing Aunt May. <laughs> Thanos punched Aunt May, guys. Oh, dude. Not cool. <laughs> All right. So we did reference this card earlier, but we'll dig into it a little more. Uh, Defender of the Nine Realms is one of Thor's uh, kit cards. Um, it's a zero cost event. It's a thwart event. Hero action thwart. Discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until you discard a minion, put that minion into play, engage with you, remove three threat. So uh, Jay already went over this, and it's why we think that his hero ability does what it does. Um, and this is how you make sure that it happens. And at the same time, you're removing threat from the scheme, which is super powerful. The main drawback is that you're discarding cards from the encounter deck, which can get kind of dicey, depending on how things are going. So there's so many cool little subtleties in this kit so far already. We haven't even like dove into all of his stuff, but like there's pieces of Thor. Thor really likes to look for the fight and he gets bored sometimes. And it's very much that like Viking warrior instinct kind of thing to just like, I'm going to look for a battle and like screw the consequences. And that's him like digging through the deck, looking for, you know, someone worthy to face him. And he doesn't care if it makes things more dangerous. He's Thor. He can take it and i think that all like kind of congeals really nicely with you know like how the theme of his stuff goes where his his role isn't really to thwart but he obviously needs a way to help out in the thwart department and i think this is an excellent like best of both worlds it's a free card that it's like a zero cost thwart three draw two well like this into uh like drawing some cards obviously then you swing into the minion with your hammer and most of them can be killed with three damage and then you play chase them down and remove th- some more threat because he's a uh, you know uh, a aggression aspect character out of the box um so i think there's there's just going to be a lot of fun ways to play with him where he just runs around beating up on everything and that's how he thwarts yeah and it, and you know yeah, there's there's murmurs and like everyone has their own opinion but like yeah he makes the game a little harder cool like bring it i don't know that's that's interesting to me like you know he there's some risk reward to it and he's being reckless and that's that's thor that's very literally flavorful. thor <laughs> he doesn't always make yeah. the best decisions yeah the, the, this set just oozes theme because you know if you've ever read the comics or watched the movies like you were saying he'll get bored and he's like all right i want to go pick a fight so, like, thematically, this card's a major win. But, like, mechanically, it's also a very interesting... Uh, I don't think it's a super high risk if you know your module properly. Now, if you if you go in blind and you don't know anything, you could say this is a high-risk, high-reward. But if you're playing a very uh, minion-heavy deck, you could probably, you know, rationalize that you only get rid of maybe two cards out of the, the deck before you hit a minion. Otherwise... You know, you don't want to try and burn out your deck, so you put that acceleration token on the villain. But if you look at the card, for zero resources, you play the card, and Thor is going to trigger his ability, so it it gets you one additional card. So it replaces itself, and it draws you one additional card. So if you have a hand size of four, you play this, and you get five cards in your hand after this resolves. And you do remove three threat from a scheme. That's pretty nice. Um, you know, we don't have any cards that say for zero remove three threat, draw, 
you know, two cards. However, the trade-off is depending on which minion you get, uh, you could be hurting real bad because you could get, you know, a hammerhead, you get shocker, or you could just get, you know, one of those, you know, one, one minions who just kind of don't do anything. So it's an interesting take because the more you know about the module you're in, the more, you know, beneficial you can try and say, all right, we've seen these villains so we know that they're not in the deck. So if I play this card, there are only, you know, X, Y, and Z villains available. Uh, but it's it's a very flexible card. And I do think that the benefits way outweigh the downsides. Like if you hit the worst, you know, minion in the deck, so be it. Thor doesn't really care. He kind of wants to get those off the table so he can just beat them up. But I just love how this card is just value on value. It's, it's card draw. It's threat removal. And you get something out on the table that you want anyways. So, you know, that's great. And it's, it's zero. They could have made this a one cost event. It still would have been fine because you net zero cards on the draw. Yeah, I agree. You want to uh, you want to do hammer throw, Sug? All right. So the next card we're going to talk about is the hammer throw. This is a three cost event, has the keywords attack and superpower. Uh, it is a printed energy resource and it's a hero action attack. Exhaust Mjolnir, deal 8 damage to an enemy, and return Mjolnir to your hand. This attack gains overkill. And to let everyone know, Mjolnir has a printed energy resource. So uh, this is kind of similar to Cap, where you get this really insane value from a card at the cost of returning your most you know iconic weapon back to your hand which means you're going to have to spend more resources aka more cards to put it out onto the table so um overkill is the same thing as trample and magic the gathering basically what that means is uh if you have a um an enemy that has five health and you deal eight damage, the remaining three damage or however much remaining extra damage that didn't kill the minion, that goes straight into the villain. So this is a really, really nifty ability because we don't have any minions that we know of that have eight health. I think the highest we've seen is six. I mean, like there's there's Titania. Titania? Titania? Oh, Modoc she has eight. X. Modoc has eight. Oh, Oh, that's right. Well, that's the only one, though, so I think. So there's, there's very, I should clarify, there are very few minions that have eight damage. So some of this should go through with overkill into the villain. This is great for uh, Ultron drones because you just deal one damage to the drone, seven to, uh, <laughs> to Ultron right into the face. But I think this is a really neat ability because, um, you know, you basically, you exhaust Mjolnir, which is interesting, and then return it to your hand. So, uh, you can't use this twice if Mjolnir is exhausted because that's part of the cost. So thematically, you know, you don't see Thor throw the hammer and then throw a second hammer out of his pocket. Usually he throws the hammer, it goes away, hits the bad guy in the face, and then he has to, you know, summon it back to him. So I like what this does. It's very simplistic. It's thematic. But uh, the overkill is really, really nice because if you can math it right, you can get a lot of value. One out of quick that clarification note, because this came up a lot on Captain America too. Uh, a lot of people wonder why do why does uh, shield toss and shield block or whatever it's called um, expert defense whatever and why does hammer throw all say exhaust the item? It's to remind you that you have to have the item in play before you trigger this ability because new players will just try to go. I'll play hammer throw. You don't have the hammer. What? It's part of the cost. 
because you can't get it back without it already being right. there. So it's it, it's a little redundant, but it's uh, meant to make sure you know that in order to play this card, you have to have the other card attached to it. And, so. and potentially there may be some villain cards in the future that exhaust your gear or something. That's true. You know, um, but, but as of right now, that's the only thing we know of that will exhaust these uh, signature upgrades. All right. Yeah, it's, it's a really neat mechanic that the designers have a little bit of room to play around. I'm sure that we're going to have characters in the future that, you know, they will exhaust your equipment. So, you know, you can't throw the hammer. You can't shield toss because it's already exhausted. So now you're like, how do I unexhaust it? Like you, you have another piece of that Tetris puzzle you have to deal with. It's like, well, I have the gear, but I can't use the gear. So how do I fix this so I can use it? You know, like it's this this layer on layer of playing the game. And um, right now it's not relevant, but in the future it very well could be. And I like the fact that it does exist and it could be something that we see in a future I, set. I also really love like kind of the linear, what's, there's like a linear line going straight from his hero power through the uh, the his, his signature upgrade, right through Defenders of the Nine Realms and into this hammer throw where he wants to fight things. He's going to get kitted up to fight them. He's going to bring things out of the villain deck to fight. And then he's going to play hammer throw and merc these minions and then do over, over like splash damage to the villain on top of it. And it just, every single thing just lines up perfectly and it's super flavorful. Um, and it's very Thor. And I think that's my takeaway so far from this whole thing is it's, it's just super, super Thor. Um, some of the cards we're going to be talking about again aren't in the article. Uh, they were they're from the stream, and we want to talk about as much Thor as we can. So I guess spoiler alert. Thor, Thor, but Thor. Uh, next we'll talk about Lady Sif. Um, she is his uh, ally that comes in the deck. She's a four cost, two thwart, two attack, three health, and she gives a wild um, resource. She has the Asgard trait, and her ability is response after Lady Sif enters play, ready Thor or Odinson. Um, so you can, you know, double smash attack. You could you could be uh, Odinson, you can recover, you can play Sif, you can ready, flip to Thor, then smash someone in the face. You could double recover. Like, there's a lot of, you know, simple, neat ways. You can use her, you know, if, like, an effect exhausted you or you defended if you play Protection Thor. Um, and then she can get you up and ready to fight. And, you know, like, I think she's really cool. Like, cost is a little high, but, you know, being able... Well, <laughs> if you just have Mjolnir on, you don't even, like, if you're aggression aspect and you have combat training, you know, you deal 8, 9, 10 with her, you know, that's not a, it's not a bad turn at all. Like, 6 or 8 with her if you don't have combat training, like... I, I think for the effect and what you can get from a lot of situations where you want already, including getting out of bad situations or like removing stunned, you know, you wanted to deal damage, you couldn't while well, you exhausted to remove stun. Cool. Now you can, now you can be Thor. I don't know. She's, she's very much a catch all. I personally, I think she'd be ridiculous if she cost three. So I think, I think this is a pretty good uh, release valve and a really good card all around. Yeah, we talked about this. Sean knows what I'm about to say uh, in a previous episode, but this is a 3.5 character where they can't really do half of a resource. You can't like fold a card in half and pay that way. So 
FFG in their designs tend to go up. They tend to round up instead of round down. So yeah, Lady Sif is really good for all the reasons you said. Um, I, this is 100% a 3.5 card because if she was three, she's probably too undercosted. And if she's at four, she's just a little bit more expensive than, you know, what you want it to be. But it's better to make her overcosted than undercosted, I think, is their their thought. But she's she's really good for a lot of different lines of play. You can uh, do an emergency defend if someone's like, hey, I'm about to die. Thor can jump in, take a hit. He's beefy enough to take a lot of damage and survive. You can uh, untap with Lady Sif. Uh, you can do the double recover. There's there's just a lot of things that you can utilize this character for. And what's even nicer is if you're playing with someone with leadership, you can get multiple plays out of her by, you know, you play her, you, you know, ready your character, your Thor, your Odinson, because it doesn't matter where she comes into play. So someone can make the call her onto their field. You get Thor uh, ready, untapped, whatever you want to call it. You know, they use her to uh, thwart, attack, then body block. Um, you know, someone else uses make the call and brings her back. Like you, you just get these really interesting uh, opportunities to use Thor over and over again, depending on your team synergy. But her stats are fine. I like her a lot. I think she's definitely going to be uh, in that Thor deck, uh, as opposed to like some characters we've not really determined are good, like Falcon. Like, you know, maybe this is definitely a yes character. Like, you're probably going to put her in your deck. She's got a lot of gas going for her. And uh, we, we already covered how good it is to be able to get an extra activation on your turn in on our uh, cap episode. And so all of those things still apply uh, here. And uh, I agree that 3.5 is would be the, uh, you know, the perfect cost for her. But I think four is fine. The main issue really at f- is four cost uh, allies that aren't aspect allies don't get that power of discount. Um, so they're a little, they're even kind of like even a little bit more expensive, like somewhat than the four cost allies that are aspect allies in my mind. Um, so I think she's still worth it. Obviously, uh, she, she might get chucked a lot, kind of like a war machine. I still think if you compare her to Nick Fury, you're still getting a lot of value for the four and she doesn't disappear in one turn. So that, that three health, you could get six attack out of her or for attack and a nice body block. Like there's just, there's a lot going for her. I don't feel like you get shafted. Like if she had two health, I would be like, no, this is a really bad card. She's a great target for first aid because she does double duty. She's not one of those two thwart or two attack only characters. Like she, you know, you get, you get a lot of uh, utility out of her. Um, She's better at thwarting than Thor is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't everyone? She's probably better. Uh, all right, so moving right along uh, with more of uh, Thor's kit cards, we've got four Asgard, a one-cost event, um, and it has a physical uh, resource, and it is uh, an alter ego action. Search your deck and discard pile for a card with the Asgard trait and add it to your hand. Shuffle your deck. So this is kind of a little bit like... Uh, um, Panthers card, but maybe even sure. better because you can search your deck. It's not just shuffling stuff back in. Um, 
Oh, you're, you're ancestral, ancestral. ancestral. It's, it's actually even better. And what's even weirder, and we'll get into this, I think, in a bit, is that a bunch of the uh, um, aggression cards that come in Thor's deck have the Asgard trait. So it's not just his stuff like Mjolnir has Asgard. Um, I'm pretty sure that Lady <laughs> Hall Sif, of Heroes. Lady Sif has Asgard, uh, Hall of Heroes, and uh, which will we'll Asgard itself has Asgard. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So there's there's some cards, not just his cards, but also the aggression cards that come with him, which is a little weird for me, but because uh, I thought uh, aspect cards would be a little bit more generic, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. It seems like the aspect cards that come with the heroes may be kind of themed along with them, which is interesting. It's not what I expected. Thoughts on or Asgard and searching for Asgard cards? I mean, yeah, you always will be able to find, you know, exactly what you want. You want to get, we haven't talked about it yet. Well, I'll just, I'll just mention the card now. There's a three-cross support called Asgard. It increases your hand size by one. And the faster you can get that out, you know, like the way more useful it's going to be for the entire match. And um, just being able to cherry pick for characters or allies rather is insanely good for just getting allies into play for blocking and attacking and dealing with specific threats and yeah i I think it's i think it's really neat that like thor knows his realm so well that he can just kind of get what he needs you know like it's one of those like i didn't expect thor to be the as we've already mentioned the tutor character but like why not that's cool you know he has like an army at his disposal, you know, like that's a whole great. realm. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. Like you, you're, I don't think you're ever going to use this to search for Mjolnir just because of his alter ego action. Uh, but if you're in a pinch and you d- can't flip and you really need to get it out of your discard pile, I guess you could do that. Uh, it's an Asgard card. Um, well, you, you are, you have to be an alter ego. So you might as well just do the, the action on Odinson. Right, no, that's what I'm saying. Is I don't think you'll ever use this for Mjolnir, but I guess you could if you if you couldn't flip and you absolutely had to. I think you're going to get almost everything else first, or um, in most instances. Um, but good card. Um, I really hope there's three of these in the deck, just because that's going to make thinning out your deck so much nicer. Three huh. seems like a lot to me. Uh, I, I'd prefer two of, but I'm sure we'll find out soon enough. So we, we'll see. We did mention Asgard, the support that's three cost, increases your hand size by one. Uh, we didn't mention that it gives you a, a mental resource. Um, it's not the Rainbow Road on it, it. It's a beautiful art. It's a great card. I think you need it with Thor's four hand size on his hero size, uh, on his hero side. Um, but other than that, there's not really much to say. It's a great support. It's very simple. It's plus one hand size, three. And it's, three cost. it's tutorable, which none of the other signature supports are. So that's really, really great. Um, and, and, really and it's nice. plus one hand size on both sides. So even if you switch back to Odinson, you have a seven hand size. Oh yeah, that's, that's so done. good. No, no, you go from you go from four five to five six. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Okay, Whoops. so uh, next would be lightning strike. Why don't you do that one, Jay? Yeah, I'm. I so a lot of people kind of speculated like how do you do like a cool chain lightning that's also not shield toss the shield toss has like the chain lightning style gimmick of like spreading to targets and like i love so first i'll say what this card is it's called lightning strike 
It's a one-cost event. It generates a mental resource. It's a superpower. Hero action. Spend X energy resources. Deal X damage to the villain and each minion engaged with you. This attack ignores the tough status cards if you have the aerial trait, which is so cool. Um, I, I like that it's not like pay X to hit X dudes. It's just it's how it's how big you want to hit is like ridiculously awesome to me there are so many energy cards in this game like most of the spoiled cards for other aspects like energy it seems to be like a two-thirds ratio of energy versus the other ones which is fine a lot of characters care about energy energy represents you know like lightning and thunder and lasers but it also represents like agility and the ability to act so um yeah, this card, it's I like the flavor of it ignoring tough that you're just disintegrating the enemy. It doesn't even care. Like it, you just overload them and they're obliterated and it it promotes you to get as many guys on you, which I think is awesome. Like, you know, bring them all to me. Like I almost wish there was a card that like let you like uh, you know, goad and a goad a minion off of one of your teammates onto you, and then you could trigger your passive again, and then you blow them up. That'd be great. So I also like it gives you incentive to to actually play Mjolnir and not just constantly cycle it for resources. Um, yeah, to get the aerial trait so that you can ignore tough status cards, and there's plenty of minions that come out with tough and guard and. Uh, uh, tough uh, seems to be um, coming more into the game with the uh, um, the new expansion, the Wrecking Crew. Mm. Uh, so I think this this card is gonna is gonna be important. This is the big the big thing. Um, I I think you kind of have to use your energy resource card on this. Uh, I mean, obviously, if it doesn't line up. But if, if it does, gosh, like you just kind of have to do it. Uh, all right. So Lightning Strike is a pretty neat card. Obviously, as a hero, you can only use it. But Thor is the master of lightning, god of thunder. So I think it's really cool. You spend X resources, deal X damage to the villain, and each minion engaged with you. Uh, this first part of the sentence is gross. Once again, about Ultron, because... Ultron's real hard. If you haven't played him and you haven't done it on expert mode, it's a really, really, really gross kind of character. Um, also, I like the fact that this card synergizes very, very well with um, Hawkeye because he can poke some damage onto bigger minions. And um, you can just use Lightning Strike and just blow out a whole field of minions with this one card. Um you know, you deal, you spend X resources. So, say you spend three resources, that means you deal three damage to the villain and everything engaged with you. So, uh, what's interesting about Thor's attacks using his event cards is he seems to be built around doing damage to the villain and the minions, which is really nice because a lot of the events, especially in the um, aggression aspect, are pretty much straightforward damage. It's just, you know, spend these resources to play this card deal damage to a single target thor's like no i'm gonna deal damage to the target and i'm gonna deal damage to the villain and i love that uh, on top of that this attack ignores the tough status card if you have the aerial trait so that can just get through a lot of problematic creatures um i mean it's just a very flexible card that 
is it's it's exactly what it should be like this whole kit for thor is like theme central and i'm really happy that cap um miss marvel and thor are super 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 thematic because i really feel like this game could be mechanically less interesting and thematically more interesting and it would be better if it's that way than the other way around where it's like oh this game has some of the best mechanics you've ever played but it's thematically dry because like you know you don't feel like your cap you don't feel like your thor but with these cards and the way they play and the way they manipulate the game structure and the game state like you really feel like you're playing as you know the god of thunder or you know iron man or captain america and you know kudos to ffg for finding that balance of fun and theme especially with a superhero game like if it's not a thematic game it's gonna suck and this game does not suck by any means which is really good well well played uh <laughs> Uh, we should uh, probably move on because we have a lot of cards to cover. Um, but the probably one of the more interesting ones we have left is uh, Thor's ha- uh, helmet, which is a two-cost upgrade. It does a very, very simple thing. looks like it gives a mental resource. Uh, yep. The picture's a little cut off. Um, but it just gives you five hit points. So Thor puts his helmet on, and he becomes the highest hit point character in the game, even higher than Tony Stark. <laughs> How about 19 hit points? That feels good, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's neat. I think a lot of what Thor is supposed to do is honestly, you you are afforded enough health to allow some minions to poke you a few times. And you, don't, um, you can still, you know, smash the villain in the face with Mjolnir and let a couple of like Hydradoons, you know kick you in the shins and then once you get that lightning strike then you can just paste everyone like looking at you funny (laughs) and i think that's i think that's really what you know thor is built to do and also you can just like you can laugh at the nastiest attack that like you know rhino can flip on you like oh he's charging he can threaten you for nine damage and thor's like okay you know, like, and 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 again that's thor that's part of you know his you know superiority and i think i think it's cool to make a character that like just has that like assurance to be able to take like blows that would you know like straight up you know kill peter parker it's why he has backflip thor, thor doesn't have backflip he, he has he has blocked with face yeah this is the character this is the character for people who never want to die in the game never want to get knocked out ever you, you just play thor you'll be fine You'll get to play the whole game. You might not win, I could just, but you're not going to die. Uh, I could just see you defending. You're like, I'm going to defend with what? My chin. Yeah. Oh, okay. You take nine. I don't care. <laughs> and so uh, moving on, interestingly enough, um, so if you looked back at Captain America's cards, he has the Super Soldier Serum, which was two cost, and uh, it was a hero resource. It's exhaust super soldier serum generate a physical resource and now thor has god of thunder um which is to cost hero resource exhaust god of thunder generate an energy resource it's a it's an upgrade yeah it's an upgrade and um it's interesting to me you know both their kits like cap does a couple of extra cool things if you use physical resources including some of the cards that come in his aspect uh packs and then um you know for god of thunder like you can juice 
lightning strike without having to, you know, discard more cards and um, which is neat. I love, I absolutely love that his kit has a use for this. That isn't just this makes resources. This card would be perfectly fine if it just made resources to play more cards. But the fact that you can use these to, you know, pump into abilities, I think like makes the card more thematically interesting, you know, like, it's easy, you know. I, I I'll do a I'll I'll do the rare Magic the Gathering colloquial. But like at first, I looked at these and was like, <laughs> are these just lands? Are these just boring land cards? But no, they actually like unlock more potential for the special tricks that you're trying to do. Like this is, you know, the fact that this combos with Lightning Strike like already makes it just one of the one of the cooler things and it it also smooths out his smaller hand size because you know part of what hurts about a small hand size is the fact that you can't play all the cool stuff that you want to play well with a little bit of this and asgard and then you engage a minion like suddenly like thor has like seven cards in hand and presumably like two gods of thunder like you'd get a lot of work done you know it's like I like that this and Super Soldier Serum they're like a better helicarrier, but you can only use it when you're a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, and I also like it that like you said you can use this to pump up your lightning strike, but you can also pitch it for the same purpose because it gives you an energy resource. So if you haven't had the preparation to get it out for its two cost, uh, it still does double duty that way in his kit. So that's that's a a well-designed card. You have thoughts on uh, God of Thunder, Sugi? No, you guys pretty much covered it. The only thought I have is because it's not uh, unique, I would assume that there's two in the deck because it's probably going to be similar to the upgrades we've seen in other uh, hero kits where usually abilities like this, you get two or three of them. Um, so I'm, I would hope you get three, but I would also think that that's kind of really good because that means lightning strike is just nutty um so yeah i'm I'm assuming there's probably two in the pack but anything that gives you free resources basically says hey don't discard a card out of your hand so it's very useful and uh the i don't know how to put it but like there's this the keyword title i find that interesting because you know he is like thor is the god of thunder so like putting this on him just kind of verifies that because <laughs> now you can just like shoot lightning everywhere because you are now the God of Thunder and beforehand you weren't like you were worthy. I want I don't know when I see title, I'm interested to see what else they do, because like there might be a title like worthy. And then it's like, if you're worthy, you can wield me only. It's like, oh, that would be super cool. Like you could take me out of Thor's deck and put it into your deck because you're worthy. I don't know. It's it's just theme central. But I love this card. I think it's great. All right. So there are some uh, aggression aspect cards, obviously, because Thor is incredibly aggressive um, and particularly. Is this Hall of Heroes? Uh, so, yeah. So we'll, we'll real quick hit on first off a really interesting thing. He comes with a bunch of Asgard stuff, but he also comes with a bunch of aggression cards that have the Asgard trait. And I guess we should do Hall of Heroes first. Hall of Heroes. Oh, I love this card so is much. Is a two cost unique support. Asgard location gives you a mental resource. Uh, and it says response after you defeat a minion, place a glory counter here, alter ego action, exhaust hall of heroes and remove three glory counters from it to draw three cards. So uh, this is 
great. Obviously, the art is very Thor and Asgardy, and it's really interesting that there's so much kind of uh, Asgard theme in this. As I mentioned before, this obviously would probably be pretty good in any aggression hero that you put it with, but particularly good with Thor because he wants to draw more cards even when he's in his alter ego side. I think it's kind of cool that there are some themed cards to naturally help players. You know, I mean, this the Thor deck is going to come prepackaged, so it's all the whole experience is supposed to feel like Thor. I think if you lean into aspects having cards that are obviously meant to be played with heroes, that that opens up room later to make theme cards for other characters. And then if you just want to have a little bit of Asgard, a little bit of whatever else comes later, you can do that, or you can do the like the simple theme deck to either like help teach a new player or just, you know. I think I think it's fun design space, you know. Um but we'll see like if more Asgard cards come out, especially in like other aspects, if they would do that. Like who knows? But um I don't think it pigeonholes him into aggression, but it's kind of neat that he gets more tools by going aggression if he wants them um and they kind of serve each other um but yeah this card's neat it's cool that it uh it doesn't like discard itself when you uh cash it in so you can like keep uh reaping the benefits of using your abilities to smash minions and the, the funny thing about this card to me is that you're you will gleefully run over and like you know punt that uh that Ultron drone that's on your buddy just so you can get these little glory counters, you know, just be like, Oh, I'll take care of that. You're like, yeah, of course, of course you will. You know, (laughs) but I think that, but I think that's cool that it like incentivizes you to, all right, I clearly want to be the guy to deal with minions. You deal with hitting the boss, you deal with thwarting, you deal with other stuff. And Thor is, you know, like literal crowd control in all senses of the word. I think that's great. Um, another one of these we have is uh, Valkyrie. She is a three cost ally, one fort to attack, three health. She's an Asgardian and an Avenger, which is actually pretty cool. You can do a lot with that combo. <laughs> Those are the good keywords you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she generates an energy resource because, of course, she does. And <laughs> what well, doesn't make energy? Oh. Uh, after Valkyrie enters play, deal two damage to a minion, uh, three damage instead if you paid energy. Um, that's awesome. That just it's everything Thor's already trying to do. Uh, her stat line is pretty solid on its own. Um, I mean, even if it just did the two, um, I like her a lot. I don't know, especially since you know she uh, combos with Asgard, combos with Avenger. I I think I think she's great. Yeah, I think you you search for her uh, with the Asgard tutor card, and then you use your God of Thunder to pay for her so that she deals two damage because the God of Thunder generates the energy resource you need to trigger her response, and then uh, you attack with her a couple times in chump block because she's not very good at thwarting, just like uh, the other Asgardian uh, in the pack. Um, but she's fine, I think. This is a perfectly good uh, um, aggression ally, and she'd be fine to play in non-Thor decks as well. 
Sudi, why don't you tell us about Hercules? Yeah, I, of course I get the worst card <laughs> in the entire set. That's that is to be expected. I'm I'm gonna make up with it though. And before I talk about Hercules, I just want to say so happy and so excited that Squirrel Girl was announced as an actual ally. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. So okay, to make to make up make, for how bad Hercules is, you can you can totally do Yarn Bjorn too. Boo. Was, oh, urine, urine! Yeah. I sound like the Swedish chef. Going to play me oh, some urine, I'm going to say that every time I put it on the table, which is going to be a lot. Urine, burn. All right, Hercules. This this is a very um, polarizing card. So it's a six cost ally. Has the keywords Avenger Olympus. Has a printed resource of a uh, physical. It's a one thwart. Deals the damage when you thwart. Three attack. Deals the damage when you attack. Four health. Uh, reduce the cost to play Hercules by one for each minion engaged with you. So uh, this is a very interesting ability because you could, in theory, reduce the cost of Hercules to zero. Uh, the only time I can fathom that being decent is if you're playing Ultron, you have a bunch of drones because then you just use your lightning strike to blow them away. So there are parts of the game where Hercules could be very very cheap but if we're really honest about it mathematically you're probably going to only really want two to three minions in front of thor because if they're not drones like drones are the worst the literal worst is a one one and if you have three of them in front of you they're going to deal three damage to you which isn't a big deal because you can deal with it but if it's anything other than a drone you're looking at potentially four to six even upwards of seven or eight damage with just three minions in front of you so like in my head hercules is probably on average a three or four drop ally and uh those stats are just not fantastical to get to that point if you can play him for one or for two or less he's insane but like three is pretty good Four is like, I don't know. That's for three attack and four. Like, what are you, you guys in your. I know. I, th- I think he's basically an expensive Hulk without the drawbacks. Yeah. Uh, and that's what it. And if you if you could if you could get Hulk out for three and, and get rid of all his drawbacks, you'd be stoked with that. Yeah. And that's how I feel about Hercules. Um, most of the time, uh, most of the time he's going to be four or five. And I'm not really sure that he's worth it. No. Um, honestly, at that that price point. Uh, but but you can use the 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 power of aggression, which helps. Um, you can Avengers use the, you know the the. He is an Avenger, guys, and he is no, he's an Avenger. And he also has like a really hilarious uh, uh, quote um, flavor text, which is whatever Thor can do, Hercules can accomplish more mightily. Uh, Not Thor. So, <laughs> yeah, well, no, well, neither of them are into that. They want to beat up on things. They're, they're not thwart powered. They're no, that's not that's not their that's not their lane. They need to stay in their lane. Okay, so uh, is there any more to say about it? I, I mean, I mean, like, I, I like the I like the design aspect. I just this is not a card I look at and go, cool. This is going in my deck now. It's like maybe if I'm playing Ultron, if I'm playing anything else, probably not. Yeah, and that's how I feel about Hulk too. Is unless I'm playing against Ultron. Uh, or solo, I tend to not put him in my decks. Again, I feel like I'm from another alternate Spider Verse. I guess because <laughs> that's fine. You can right. be Miles because you you like this card more than we do. I you know I, first off, I was just excited and wondered like what the first you know more than four cost card was going to be, and we have Hercules. Um, 
I mean, I don't think it's the end of the world to pay four for this. You get four health and three attack and no drawback. Um, you know, you pay four for Fury and then he's gone. You know, there's other, like, I don't know, that three adds up, like, a lot, especially with help from others, but I don't, I don't want to sit here and debate him all day. I no, just, no, we can I, we can debate it. I think if you can get him out for four, that's fine. Less than that is amazing. More than that, he's, I don't know, he just starts to be, like, not affordable and maybe just not, like, cost-effective. And that's kind of what I'm looking at is, like, efficiency. I think the card is fine. Like, if you get him out for four, that's uh 12 damage, which is a lot of damage or you know it could be nine damage and a body block um there's there's a lot coming out of this card uh, i just don't think for a cost curve it's 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 not reliable like you cannot con- consistently get it out at the number you want it minus ultron because ultron just throws drones at you and then you can use uh some of the events that thor has to pull out extra minions Claw but, spits out minions too. Like you, Ultron's not the like anyway. But he has he has a, like tends to spit out more than that. Well, Ultron's spell. Ultron's minions are small enough that you can deal with them pretty quickly. Claw's minions are are nasty. Like, do you, right. I'd rather have three drones in front of me than three claw minions in front of me. Those things are like, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. All right. So how about e- Yarn Bjarn. Alright, so this is a uh, spoiler we saw on the stream. It is a one-cost upgrade. It is unique. Once again, it is a red aggression card. It has a physical resource printed. Keywords Asgard and Weapon. So it is also restricted, which means max two restricted cards per player. And then it has response. After your hero attacks an enemy, spend a physical resource deal two damage to an enemy so this is a uh you know in magic terms a burn spell where well it's an upgrade which stays forever but basically your hero attacks enemy a and you can spend a physical resource to deal two damage to the same enemy another enemy the villain i mean it's just super flexible um i like it i think it's very very nifty and as long as you have these physical resources, you should be able to do that every turn, which the, the cool thing about this card is being able to send two damage to something else. Like being a, this card could just say plus two damage and it'd be like, OK, cool, whatever. Like it's a, it's a weapon. But the ability to send that damage anywhere else for the cost of a uh, physical resource gives you a lot of flexibility, gives you a lot of options you can, you know, attack one thing, blow up something else. You can put, you know, your attack and two extra damage into a single target. Um, it's it's a very neat card, and uh, I understand it's it's probably good that it's restricted uh, because that's a very potent ability to just be able to spread damage on command. And I love that it uh, combos with itself, and that you can run three of them and just use its own physical resource to trigger its own ability. Well, it's uh, a, it's a unique, so you can only have one. Oh, you can only play with the one. Oh, yeah. okay. All no, right. Unfortunately, you can't. It doesn't play itself. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Um, well, still very good because of the Asgard trait. Even though you can only run the one, you can tutor you for can, it. You can search it, yep. Mm-hmm. If, if you're Thor. If you're another aggression character, not so much. I mean, you could if there's ever a card that says search out weapon, you could search it that way, too. It's got like so, the perfect keyword spread. I, I I see something about this card. I don't know about you guys. Do you know who can abuse this card to the nine heavens? Uh oh, Cap. 
Because he can he can attack multiple times. Sure, that requires you to discard a card. You can trigger this off of repulsor gauntlets or whatever they're called, powered gauntlets. You Iron Man, because those are attacks. Every time he zots something, zot for one, discard a card, deal two more. Zot for one, discard a card, deal two more. Ooh. Punch arc reactor, punch. You can trigger this four times in one turn with Iron Man. And I think uh, two of Panther's upgrades are considered attacks as also, well. Also, yeah. So that's that could be pretty solid too. Yep. You can Wakanda forever and then add four more damage to it. Oh, man. Friend. That I is I think it's, it's better with Iron Man, though, for sure. Well, you, the the thing is, like, that's you got you to you get all those punches in there. But, um, but yeah, uh, I, think, I think this card's super fun. Um, it's an awesome... Uh, boost and now we to know stuff and it leans you know uh, i love the energy synergies a ton but like now i'm excited for more punch cards and now we know why restricted is max too because <laughs> yeah, there was, there was no other way to get close to the limit before this card was revealed yeah i i i'm crazily excited for this card nice. it's it's good it's very good. Right. I like a lot. So do right. we just... Right. I'll even toss this in there. Uh, you, you can even, like, ready Miss Marvel for her silly little one attack, but then throw fists and deal extra damage and then ready her with other effects as well. Like, so it actually makes aggression Miss Marvel kind of neat with uh, with big hands and embedded. So Thor's obligation is called Odin's Anger. And uh, obviously gets shuffled into the encounter deck. And when drawn, you give it to the Odinson player. You may flip, choose to either exhaust Odinson to remove it from the game, or if you're already exhausted or you choose to not do that for whatever reason, you have to discard Mjolnir, you become stunned, and then you can discard the obligation um, into the encounter discard deck so it stays in the game. Um, Discarding Mjolnir is not really that big of a deal, especially if you are in alter ego form you just tutor for it and get it back um but becoming stunned kind of sucks uh so i mean it's not great it's not horrible it's not nearly as bad as like she hulk's obligation or maybe even some of the others but it can cascade a little because if you like drew a couple of minions on you and then now you're stunned so you can't deal with them as readily and then you're like taking a little more damage um also, just more theme, and also for things of our fans who don't know Thor as well. Odin's pretty old, and he has his days where, you know, sometimes Thor like, does something stupid and Odin punishes him. Sometimes Odin just is in a bad mood and just, like, punishes everyone. Like, Odin's got some anger issues of his own, and he... Uh, kind of throws it around his realm and so there could be any reason why odin's upset <laughs> um which makes sense that this is a recurring obligation that oh what is he mad about now you know <laughs> <laughs> whatever dad <laughs> yeah not the worst obligation but i mean flavorful i like the rest of the pack yeah it just messes with your momentum which is a lot of what obligations are supposed to do you know odin wants to fight well i'm taking away your toy and your motivation to punch uh next we have uh loki i think we all are in agreement that you know um while this doesn't preclude him from being his own scenario pack you know i kind of expected someone else to be his 
uh, nemesis, but I am definitely not uh, disappointed because we all we all want to see Loki. This Loki art is really awesome. He's got his awesome horned helmet and his fuzzy shoulders and all that fun stuff. Uh, Loki uh, has two steam, two attack, four health. He's two, of course, an Asgardian. Um, but he has probably so far the coolest minion power, especially for how sometimes uh, innocuous they can feel, where it's like, oh man, look out, it's Killmonger. And Captain Marvel's like, okay, zap. The Killmonger's gone. Uh, Loki, interrupt. When Loki would be defeated, discard the top card of the encounter deck. If that card is a treachery, heal all damage from Loki instead. So, Loki could be incredibly hard to get off the table. Uh, he's known for his trickery and mischief, and he likes to make clones. That wasn't the real Loki. And this honestly is uh, just an absolute blast of an ability. And I, I'm just going to laugh every time the Thor player is like, all right, I'm going to deal with him. Nope, nope. he didn't. <laughs> um, oh, and and keep this in mind, guys. Uh, if this ability triggers, he doesn't count as being defeated. <laughs> so you don't actually get other benefits. That's really interesting. It makes a lot of sense. You seem disappointed, brother. That's good. <laughs> God, the quotes on this one are great. Also, real quick, I wanted to bring up earlier on Lightning Strike and some of the other cards. Uh, you'll notice a lot of like these and thous, and I say the nay and all uh, kinds of stuff. Thor talks really funny in the comics. He actually has his own font, which is one of my favorite quirks <laughs> of Marvel comics. Is like he talks with such authority and pompousness, and like just an air of superiority to him that he. Like again, he literally has his own word bubbles. It's so good. I I love it uh, to the end, and I'm so glad to see again more of the Thor that I grew up with from the comics and from the cartoons. And uh, yeah, this is this is great. It gets me really excited for Thor. <laughs> so yeah, Thor talks funny. He also talks in third person. So. <laughs> Yeah, I could see Loki, honestly. Uh, I could see games where he comes out and you just can't get rid of him and you lose. Um, waste a, You could potentially like, waste a lot of resources. Yeah, just waste a lot of time swinging into him and just have him not ever die. And then he, he's either swinging or scheming every turn for two along with the villain. Um, he's going to do... He's just going to be kind of maddening, I think, which is very, again, with the flavor. Loki was always really maddening and annoying and like hard to deal with and that's exactly what he's going to be like in the game um so uh any more thoughts on loki before we hit up the last uh card of our review today no i think it's great i think that four health is the perfect number because that is an obnoxious amount like Five is too much for what he does and three is like oh we can get rid of him pretty quickly four is like uh i need like my character and a event or my character and an ally like you need like three is obtainable pretty easily by yourself but four is like just over that hump where you need someone to assist you so it's like all right the two of us will attack him oh it wasn't loki uh (laughs) i i really like like everything about this card is perfect because like you know two thwart two attack it's not a lot but if you don't kill him it adds up real quick Four health is an obnoxious amount, and 
it's just it's oh, it's great it's so great and and he has three uh boost on him so if he gets thrown out as a boost card it's just like oh great it's gonna hurt Woo! <laughs> well the, yeah and uh what we've noticed also is sometimes when nemesis get into the game you manage to kill them the encounter deck gets shuffled they come back out so a game where Loki comes out multiple times is is just going to be a like a hair pulling experience. <laughs> um, and if you do manage to get him, you'll almost be happy if he's a boost card, even though it's a three, because you can <laughs> flip him back out into play. Uh, so he's just he's just trouble all around. No matter like what happens, it, if you hit that like sh- what is it, Shadows of the Past on Thor, you're going to be bummed. Everybody <laughs> at the table is going to be bummed. I'll, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the last card we're going to talk about in this episode is teamwork. It is a zero cost event. It is a leadership aspect card with a uh, energy resource printed it is a tactic keyword and it is a hero interrupt. When you use your basic thwart power or basic attack power, exhaust an ally you control, add that allies matching power to your hero's power for this use. Ooh, this is a good card. Holy moly. So basically what it does, you you now this is a card I would be probably a little bit happier to synergize with Hercules because then you could swing in Hercules giving you a plus three to whatever. So, you know, Thor is a five attack. Uh, if you have um, a bonus on top of that, you might have a plus one to your hero or a plus one to your ally. So now it's six attack. Like, Teamwork is great because it gives you the printed value on the ally without dealing the damage to the ally. So you get the boosted value into your hero and uh, teamwork costing zero is perfect because it's basically just, hey, we're going to exhaust an ally and add it to your power. So uh, it's it's a really great card for a big swingy attack. And that's kind of the big design around thor is he's a big bursty character you know iron man just has a lot of consistent damage over and over and over she hulk is a bursty character where you're just going to see these turns where she swings for like five eight ten damage in one turn same thing with thor you're just going to see these huge swings where he's just going to like mincemeat all the minions with you know lightning strikes or you know hammer toss or you know uses teamwork and just blows things out of the water it's a really cool card uh, but it's also very practical with thwart you can get some huge thwart swings using teamwork with you know big thwart characters i like it's just it's so flexible it's it's wonderful well i just recently had a game with our good friend danny who's getting into the game now and he is this wombo combo player he was uh, forgive me danny but he was a degenerate uh of, of <laughs> vehicle recursion uh a destiny player for those of you who know what that means so he what he was doing in our game was he was inspiring vision and then buffing vision and then using vision and then readying and then first aiding vision and then swinging again and just doing these crazy like recursion wombo combos and teamwork is just going to take that style of deck whether it's vision or nick fury or anything else and it's just going to push it up to like a whole another notch because if you can do all those things to vision and buff his thwart or his attack value and then teamwork to add it to your own, that's huge. Uh, 
and uh, any of the the really well statted. I mean, even just using getting an extra like two thwart from Maria Hill stat with this is really really good. Um, it's just a great great card for those leadership players like myself and those guys who are trying to just like uh, extract all the value out of those uh, ally characters. This is going to be like pretty much a, a three of. For sure. And just to be crystal clear for those who are uh, missing, like, what exactly this card is allowing you to do, it's the important part is, like, why wouldn't I just attack with them separately? Using your allies deals them their uh, collateral damage, those little... The consequential damage. Consequential damages. Um, and this lets you circumvent that by generating their uh, bonus stats. Like, say, you know, you have a character on their last legs, or a very goofy combo you could do with this that I'm just laughing in my head about, you know, you're the leadership player. You could make the call, steal your friend's Hulk so he won't play it, but then use teamwork to do Hulk damage without actually using Hulk or teamworking and then swing with Hulk anyway. <laughs> like, and that's the cool thing too, is you can, Oh wait, it is awesome. Never mind. But regardless, um, you can, you can, Use the best stats and not sacrifice your guys, especially if they have one damage left. You can still keep on keeping on uh, with your allies. And and also, it's just like a pure flavor win. You know, they're exhausting to help you. Your powers are combined. Bam. You know, oh, you have to exhaust them. So I guess this isn't actually that good with Nick Fury because I was thinking, oh, you can no, play no, him. No. And no. then you can no, but it makes them, and it, super good. Yeah, so it's not that good with Nick Fury, but still very good with Vision. Uh, it's really good with Vision. Um, Wonder Vision. Man it makes Hulk not blow everybody out of the water. Wonder Man is in Caps Pack. He's a two cost, oh. three attack okay. uh, character. Stop. Uh, just real briefly, um, his drawback is when he attacks, you have to discard a card. So using this gets around his drawback. Although you're still paying a card, but regardless, it's pretty- they're not because anyway, you're not backing. Well, you're paying this card. You're paying this card. Oh, but, sure. But, but you're not getting the incidental also, so it's both. Um, um, so we've covered a lot of stuff. There's actually more cards we could talk about, and we want to, but we got to move on because there's one more uh, topic um, that was kind of interesting and in that FFG did this really interesting um, preview for what's coming up after Thor. So we know... Um, Sometime uh, around January, we're getting uh, Cap, Goblin, and Ms. Marvel. And then in February, we're getting Wrecking Crew. In March, we're getting Thor. And then now we have this restricted classification top secret uh, image uh, where it's three silhouettes and then um, the first story box. Now, the story box is what I kept thinking the Wrecking Crew was, but it's that's the first uh, box that comes with both heroes and villains and is like a big box expansion. It, it might even be reminiscent of like another corset. I don't know. We'll see. But um, we have three silhouettes, and there's been a lot of speculation already on who these characters could be. Sugi, we want to hear your guesses first. Oh, okay. Um the story box, I I do agree with a lot of people. It's probably like the War of Thanos. Um, it would make sense considering he is on the front of the cover. And generally things that are on the cover, you know, a part of it. Or it could be the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like the thing is like the blacked out section is 
very misleading because the 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 gap between so if you haven't seen it there's a picture that says the blank of and then underneath is a blacked out area that's the entire length of the blank and of so a lot of people suspect and are trying to determine like what is the the word based on the the sentence structure and the spacing so the the gap is about the length of three characters so that's why people think the war of thanos but it could be the guardians of the galaxy and they're just trying to throw us off so i think it's one of those two um it would make sense because rocket's on the front of the cover and thanos is on the front of the cover so that's what i believe but we also talked about this a while ago um guardians would be very likely to be one of the first uh, big box sets since we haven't seen anything for Fantastic Four or X-Men. So that's what I think. Uh, the hero packs, I haven't got the slightest earthly idea. Um, I would love if the hero pack in April was Kitty Pride, but that's it's probably not. I'm trying to think of it as a ponytail in the Marvel Universe. That would be that character. It's I, I don't. I have no earthly idea. The backwards hat for May. Uh... That's also interesting. The hero pack arriving in June, it looks like a character doing a scientific kind of thing. So I could guesstimate Bruce Banner or maybe Mr. Fantastic. Um, it's just really hard. Like they're super generic, which is probably the best thing about this is who knows. Um, there's there's a ton of potential options, but uh, I think that the story box is Guardians of the Galaxy. If I had to bet on one of the four things that's what i think that's my money on it's super interesting because uh your guesses are not super close to ours outside of kitty um <laughs> but Sean and i were talking about this before we recorded uh we're on the age of apocalypse train as far as oh you're x-men huh we um oh age of apocalypse it fit yeah um so we're we're part of that uh, crew, I think, so far. And then, yeah, it could be that. I mean, they know that we want the X Men like almost more than anything. I'm sure a lot of people that got that Disney Plus has been watching the animated series. <laughs> um, oh yeah. And yeah, it's tricky. It's like that very much has the profile of Kitty Pride. She's small. She has the ponytail. Um. I have to say, if you look closely, it looks like she's wearing gloves, which makes me think that could be Ray Rogue esque. She's she's kind of petite and like teenagery kind of. Could be um, Jean. So we were thinking, we were, I was originally I thought it was going to be Scarlet Witch, and I thought, oh, this could be Scarlet Witch, but I don't know. Like she never had a ponytail. I mean, I'm not certain. You know, they can go a lot of different directions with with the art. This, and I'm thinking that these silhouettes are the alter ego silhouette anyway so and when you're an alter ego you could do your hair however you want yeah that's true so uh, so i don't know it's rogue uh it could be rogue and we're thinking if it's rogue iceman and cyclops because the guy reaching up to his eyes <sighs> it's just yeah. so cyclopsy man it's just way too cyclopsy so we're thinking like okay so it's backwards that's hat kid bobby that's basically like three x-men rogue iceman and cyclops that's three x-men that would be man. pretty incredible it probably won't be three x-men but you know, I would. I, oh, my heart. I know. So is the is backwards hat kid Bobby? Because I was like, maybe it's Miles. It's 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 I it's some know. young dude. Yeah. I mean, it's so like I would kill if that's a uh, like, Gambit. Yeah, I thought maybe Gambit, too. It's, but it's Gambit was it's a little weird. He does have a collar, but it's not like a big popped collar like I think Gambit would have. But again, we're on the we're on the I think we're looking at alter ego 
not yeah i think you're right hero uh side silhouettes so i know people have been like trying to cross-reference these silhouettes with panels it's funny like we won't know until we get closer for sure but i just want to talk a little bit one thing that people have brought up though and i'm kind of surprised is that um uh you know people are like whoa it's a whole bunch of hero packs like back to back like and not a lot of villains personally i think um i think it's great that we're getting a deluge of hero packs only because it's just going to give us enough cards to make the decks we want to play. It gives us enough character variety that everyone kind of can, you know, gravitate towards more characters. It gives more uh, inlets for people to just try out individual characters and just be like, oh, I want to check out that game. And it just gives more than Cap and Thor, you know, just like, oh, yeah, you know, that character was cool. Jump in. Like, I don't know. I'm happy to get a bunch of aspect cards to really make really sweet decks and like everyone has a deck of their own constructed design that, you know, reflects them. And then let's bring on the baddies and let's bring on the encounters and hopefully like organized play will like mess with the encounters and create some fun events like Arkham horrors done to really throw, you know, your stuff at, but overall, um, yeah, I, I'm excited that it's a bunch of heroes. I mean, obviously, I want more things to fight. It seems like Goblin has a ton of things oh. to do in his pack, and Wrecking Crew, it's like it's going to be its own thing. I don't I don't know. I And don't forget, the, the story box will most likely have a villain. At least one. And, yeah, and there's nothing... like They could just be like, hey, surprise, in May or June, we also have a villain pack. Because the villain packs are smaller than the hero packs. So there could be one additional villain. Because the thing is, at this point, we have three in the core set, and then we'll have the Wrecking Crew, and we'll have Goblin. So we'll have five available. If OP comes out and they have like a small singular hero, like it's just a hero, or I'm sorry, if they have a villain, and then like um, a small mod, like one module, that's another thing. Like there's a lot of ways they can spice a villain into the game without a full-blown release. So I I think five is plenty, especially with the Wrecking Crew having four and two sides on each. Like there's a lot of different variables with all of the modules and the villains and the way the villains play that I, I think getting more heroes is fine. Like if, if it was the other way where it's like we're getting a bunch bunch of villains, I'd be like, I don't care. I I want to play as heroes. I don't need more villains. Yeah. They're hard enough as it is. Yeah, I think it's better to get more heroes out and just get people to gravitate towards more options and then and then throw whatever you got at us but um I mean, all if right you're we're bored you can always just add hp to a villain make it harder like oh we're bored okay just give it extra 20 health see how that goes well i think it's more of an argument of variety but variety's coming the game's still new sure. the game's still young but uh all right guys um that's gonna about wrap it up for us this is a <laughs> i joked you know i was like guys we can like bang this out quick but of course we just love to talk about this game um thank you all for joining us uh we're all really excited for thor we're excited for the future um all these characters you know we just can't wait to like try all these new things out like this game's so exciting and all all those spoilers we've seen for ms marvel cap and thor evolve just like yeah that's the character that's the character on cards like sudi was saying earlier and that just makes me excited and um, I know you guys feel the same way. Uh, 
And always remember, we have no power, we have no ego, and most of all, we have no responsibility. Thanks.